Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup. In today's episode, we have the amazing Julie Bicini being joined by another um, veteran and long-standing member of this community, Tanaba Hopkins. She's just started, but not just, like recently started her own consultancy, but she's also been in the industry for many years as a yeah seasoned digital marketing practitioner, strategist, and speaker working in-house for ad tech companies and even being on the PPC arm of tech SEO firms. And um, she's also part of, she's a co-board member of Paid Search Organization, which is an association where we're trying to bring the best of paid search media to people starting out in the middle of their career, people seasoned and, you know, bringing out bringing content and um, webinars and trainings and all these kinds of things to do paid search well. But yeah, we are going to be talking today about PPC and SEO and the importance of those two departments working closely together and why it's that, why it's so important, why it's better that you work with them together. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you're one that's pro PPC and SEO working together. If you're not sure about it yet, if you're on the fence, I hope this is the conversation that pushes you to over that edge. All right, sit back and enjoy. Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu, recording from my studio here in London, UK, and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called Your Go-To, if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions. And even if you do, then like, follow, share and retweet on that's right, Twitter with my handle, The Marketing Anu, or join us on our LinkedIn group, the PPC chat roundup podcast. Or if you're on Instagram, why don't you check us out at PPC chat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from our previous episodes. So yeah, as I said earlier on, we've got Julie and Nava Hopkins joining us today and leading us on this fantastic topic about PPC plus SEO equals to better together, which I really think it's something that we should all strive to do. If you're in paid search, get to know your SEO people. They're working hard to be ranking for keywords that you might already know are not worth it. Or, you know, they might be actually make some keywords a lot cheaper for you if they start ranking on some keywords. Uh, so yeah, they I definitely talk to those those guys. So yeah, we'll talk more about what that could look like and how the relationship could flourish when your, your job ends and when where there's start and vice versa. Anyway, so we get to Julia uh, going, hello and thank you for joining me today. Excited to have guest host Nava here talk about PPC and SEO better together. But first, how are you doing? So yeah, we've got Steve Gibson as well joining us and Anders Horth and Colin Slattery, who's yeah, back for the first time in a while as he says as well. And yeah, we've got Boris Beckerick as well and many others, Michael Fleming as well. So yeah, a good number of people joining us today. Before we start, as Julie usually says, a nice little PSA saying that this chat is for people of all levels, you know, so whether you're junior, whether you're more senior, please do feel free to join the chat, give your answers, give your opinions, the more varied 
the opinions that come in the better but if you're just a lurker or just a listener of the podcast that's fine as well so yeah hope you um, enjoy our commentary on the world of PPC so we get on to question one and Julie asks how much do you currently interact with SEOs in your team or working with your clients or stake holders we've got Nava um, responding saying I make it a habit to build interaction opportunities in reporting strategic planning and execution there are a core rules of engagement in SEO that need to be accounted for in PPC and vice versa example first party data plus reporting compliance domain structure she continues the biggest thing is to ensure there's buy-in from the brand on the offset for a collaborative approach i.e if two vendors are serving a client that they can get FaceTime together in-house be sure that objectives are integrated and this replies core rules of engagement go <laughs> and Nava goes yeah I kind of put them in my next answer but here are a few other ones one always link analytics and search console to your ad account two subdomains so don't need to carry over the nav bar three no redirects for PPC pages CLS no pop-ups before five seconds of render yeah hate pop-ups <laughs> and this replies I are there is a new CLS kid on the block for us I was with you all the way along one two three and we have Sean Ellie replying to question one saying not as much as I would like to we have a couple of clients where we meet regularly with their SEO team and a lot of good ideas or tests come out of those meetings yeah more of that Julie replies I am not currently interacting directly with clients SEO teams but I do ask questions about what they are doing on that front and I'm always happy to share or receive information or data with any SEO folks working on the same accounts and yeah that is a lot lot, lot better than a lot of people who just don't interact at all and I've got a reply to that saying questions are so important that line of communication ensures there's a human connection and it's not just numbers and faceless business decisions and in response to question one Anders replies saying way too little interaction with Google SEOs in my current role and I make sure I have a GSC so Google search console and GA access so Google Analytics access so I can keep an eye on what is going on on another note in the world of Amazon SEO plus PPC is a thing too yeah and I remember that now absolutely agrees on this saying thank you for bringing up Amazon that's probably my favorite collaboration opportunity for PPC and SEO outside of data sharing and search terms and then Anders continues saying I wasn't even thinking in terms of integration in the world of Amazon marketing what I would call SEO is such a strong prerequisite to PPC performance that you have to look at those through the same lens and PPC performance boosts SEO and we have Robin Johnson continuing this um, train of thought again, going, we try to make sure our brands know it is a good idea to share the winning PPC terms on Amazon with their DTC. So that's direct to consumer SEO teams to identify bottom of funnel keywords. And his replies, yup, gives you a chance to update product listings with high performing keywords and increase organic visibility on them. And we have Michael Fleming replying to question one saying, good timing for this chat for me. I just lobbied to bring on SEO consultants to work with me as I rebuild our paid program. I plan to interact with them 
a ton. Boris Beckerick replies to question one saying quite a lot. When I was still employed, the PPC and SEO teams worked closely together. Now as a freelancer, it's a bit more complicated to build that rapport as I often get brought on a team for a specific task, but best results are to be had when both collaborate. Colin replies to question one saying don't generally interact with clients SEO, but as someone who has a long background in SEO, I will sometimes provide basic guidelines to clients related to SEO. Garrett replies to question one saying typically once a month to discuss keywords, trends and opportunities. That's great. That's absolutely enough. And we've also got Julie Deng continuing her answer to question one saying I also regularly provide clients with query data that might be better for SEO rather than PPC. Very good idea. Kurt Henninger replies to question one saying web devs, yes, SEOs, no. Usually dealing with devs on conversion optimization, tag management, regulatory compliance. And then, yeah, we've got Sam replying to Colin going in the same way Colin had said, don't generally interact with SEO, but with someone with background in SEO, I will sometimes provide basic guidance. Sam replies, same, especially on the technical side. There's a lot of overlap with what we do on lander performance on landing page performance. I think he means, uh, Colin replies, I've caught issues with bad SEOs too, where clients did a URL structure change and didn't get 301s set up. And then Julie takes us on to question two, saying on a scale of one to 10, where would you put your SEO empathy, your understanding of SEO rules of engagement and why SEOs do what they do? Are you interested in raising that number? Why or why not? And um, we've got, um, yeah, another replying to that saying seven to eight, having some, having come from SEO plus having friends in SEO, here are some core rules of engagement I always account for. No index and no follow landing pages, subdomains instead of traffic to the main site, analytics reporting for conversions, automate search terms to content teams, CLS. Still have to think of what CLS is, stands for. If you know what it is, please comment me or tweet me on that one. <laughs> Steve Gibson replies to question one saying, it depends on the SEO. I'm friends with one of the best SEOs in the UK. So he and I often work with the same clients, in which case we share insights into keyword or messaging, etc. Colin replies to question two saying, 10, I did SEO work starting in 2008 and only stopped in 2019 to refocus purely on paid. I remember Black Monday when we lost search terms data in Google Analytics. Analytics. Roshan replies to question one saying, not enough. We are working on building a cohesive marketing strategy that complements paid advertising. Julie replies to question two saying, I put me at a nine or 10. I did SEO back before PPC existed. So I understand it fundamentally. SEO, at least to me, has always been a part of good marketing. SEO has gotten a lot harder and a lot more technical from when I did it for sure. I follow a lot of SEOs. And yeah, this is the one question I replied to as well, because I said, absolutely 10. I definitely get the point of SEO and why collaboration is important as paid search. We could also save them a lot of time and effort knowing there's, you know, no point working on certain keywords that we've quickly paid for, you know, I've put on, you know, part of our paid search strategy, but realize that there's low search volume for them. So and that's an amazing tip that I got from an SEO lady when I went to Brighton SEO late last year and which I'm going to be at next week as well. So I literally just thought to myself, I'll be recording this episode and then getting on a train to Brighton. Uh, so that should be some fun times ahead. But yeah, it's going to be a great time. But yeah, I really do think one way paid search can help SEO is 
You know, if SEO is thinking of spending months optimizing their site towards a keyword, give it to paid search, let them start bidding on it, let them indicate what the search volumes are, you know, because you might be trying to optimize for a keyword that has low search volume. You quickly find that out and you know to refocus on different areas or even those kind of keywords that a client are just adamant that they want you to optimize your landing page towards Give that keyword to the paid search team. Let them start bidding on it. Let them prove that there's no point, whether it's because of low search volume or exorbitant CPCs. Those kind of ways can show how the two departments working together helps helps for proving a point. Boris replies to question two saying, I picked up a lot from an amazingly SEO who happens to also be a close friend. We'll say five always strive to improve on my SEO skills, but finding that the best way is to do a lot of SEO limited by time. So it's a struggle. Absolutely. And then Michael Fleming replies to question two saying seven, my first five years in the industry was with an SEO agency doing analytics and PPC. Yeah, I feel there's a thing there. I thought I was the only one. Well, I thought, of course, not that I was the only one, but I thought there was not many of us who actually started in SEO. So my first experience in digital marketing was doing SEO, but it was mainly link building, which I found very boring, very salesy, very much about calling web developers to say, hey, can we put a link of my clients on your site? How much will that cost? Or can we exchange links? Uh, I found that very boring and so switched to paid search and I haven't looked back since. We have Dave Galigues replying to question two saying 8.5 SEO was my core at the beginning of my career. I still lurk in all their communities years later. Yeah, I've got a tweet deck that is for the SEO chat. Is it? What's it? Yeah, SEO chat. So if you just follow hashtag SEO chat, there's lots of tweets going on about what's going on in the industry and Podcasts that are being, you know, released, updates that are being done, especially Rusty Brick, which is Barry Schwartz, who's also always chatting on there. Check it out. Many amazing experts that talk about SEO. Steve Gibson replies to question two, saying most SEOs suck and barely know what they're doing. So I'm guessing that's a one or two. Good SEOs don't suck, but they are the exception. And for them, I have full respect. Isn't he the one that earlier said that he has a friend? Is one of his best friends is one of the best in, in SEO in the UK. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I mean, Cabra replies to question one saying, not as much as I think we should be, but we do ensure that we have Google search console access. We have um, then Dave continuing his answer to question two saying, I mean, my current title is paid search, but my heart, but in my heart, I'm an all round search marketer. I think that's a very good stance to be in. Roshan replies to question two saying always 10 SEO is a crucial part of a strategy to create a better experience for buyers journey. Amit replies to question two saying, I don't know if I could put, put a number value to it, but I was an SEO earlier on in my career. So I understand it and its role in digital marketing as a whole. Out with that as a 10 then, I mean. Um, we then have Armina replying to question two, saying 10 SEOs work behind the scene to make that PPC campaign a success. I truly believe that 
the more better an SEO is on a certain keyword, the cheaper the CPC. You heard it from me. We know that the customer journey is not linear and conversion can be supported by many other channel. Hail, hail, hair, attrib- hashtag attribution. <laughs> Colin continues, answers Nava, where Nava had gone, um, yeah, most SEOs suck, barely know what they're doing. That's what Steve said. Nava goes, what's interesting is the same could be said of PPC practitioners. I think this is more of a people problem and less of an SEO or PPC problem. That said, you honor the grades, so that's at least a five to six. Colin replies saying, agreed here. I think there are a lot of underwhelming practitioners and I think that's a whole different topic with lots of causes. Yeah, I think we should do a chat on underwhelming <laughs> PPC practitioners and what you should look out for from PPC practitioners. Anders replies, SEO and PPC live under same roof. I usually describe myself as an M&M shaped marketer, hoping that includes enough verticals for digital marketing to become holistic. Sean Ellie replies to question two saying, I'd say a five got to work a lot with the SEO team at the last agency. So I respect their work and what they have to deal with. And then another answer to question two that uh, Julie gave, which I think has gotten the most likes of I've, that I've seen of any PPC chat answer. So she said that if you want to help your SEO team, run DSA, so dynamic search ads, to pages they have worked on and share the query reports. No better insight into what Google thinks those pages are about. So yeah, if you have done the SEO well and Google thinks it's the right thing, you've done it right. So yeah, Michael Fleming goes, great tip. Now just finding a way to calculate the value to include in row reports. Julia replies, these campaigns should be pulled out of other reporting. The goal is not rowing on the ads, but the data they provide for SEO and organic effort, which is why the important thing should not always just be about the CPN row issue about information. Everything can be a learning. Anders replied, you revealed one of the big secrets there. DSA it is. And then Julie takes us on to question three saying, where do you see your job ending and an SEO's job beginning on landing pages, domain, etc.? Have you experienced any conflicts in these areas with an SEO team? And before with that, Nava goes um, in reply to Julie where she recommends running DSA ads to pages that SEO have worked on and share the query report. Nava goes, this DSA is a godsend for PPC and SEO collaboration. Also local service ads with Google business profiles. Yeah, we then have Nava reply to question three saying, as a PPC, my job ends at the technical implantation of web development. I can provide insights on CRO, so that's conversion rate optimization, install and troubleshoot conversion tracking or GTM of Facebook pixels and collaborate on context on content even anything technical I save for my tech SEO friends especially on feeds and schema you don't even know what schema is so yeah definitely we'll leave that to an SEO and Garrett replies to question three saying we have good collaboration SEO offers input and tests regularly but for a landing page builds they trust our experience john kagan replies to question two saying shamefully like a three doesn't stop me from pretending i am a god's gift to the internet but yeah a three <laughs> right john then replies to question three saying it varies by operation but usually we come together with on-site page design or content and that is where the paid side stops michael fleming replies saying although not true uh, in reply to three 
I've traditionally seen content and technical optimization main sites as SEO and conversion and landing pages as PPC. Julie replies to question three saying, I also did a lot of web development and design eons ago. So landing pages are hugely important to me and the success of any PPC campaign. The best PPC work in the world will fail with terrible landing pages guaranteed. Absolutely. And then we have Boris replying to question three saying, I guess the lines are blurred depending on the technical expertise a paid search manager has. Roshan replies to question three saying, we don't see our work ending, but the paid and SEO teams have a conflict. We paid team would like the bot to box the user and get the conversion, which is not a great experience, but we attribute every click to dollars well to the money of it jesse mcdonald replies to question one saying we currently have a program internally called one search it essentially keeps ppc or seo teams aligned on keyword strategy for pages and requires page owners to follow recommendations or else paid support will be removed until organic recommendations are implemented and um and as replies to question three saying ppcs will often be sharing ideas with seos but never implement them absolutely get seos into anything requiring requiring landing pages ideally there is a monthly strategy review where reporting is projected and experts seated around the same table and we have Armina replying to question three saying, my goal from paid search is mostly to generate leads, but I have many SEO goals starting from informational intent to ranking for transactional intent. I struggle with landing page structure. Should I keep visitor moving to different pages or just capture lead? And then in response to Julie, where Julie had said, I also did a lot of web development and design eons ago. So landing pages are hugely important to me and the success of any PPC campaign. The best PPC work in the world will fail with terrible landing pages guaranteed. Nava goes, but what makes a good landing page? This is where tech SEO, CRO, PPC content will sometimes debate on behalf of the client. That's why I tend to segment PPC landing pages from SEO ones. Julie goes, I think my background probably makes me more confident in this area, but I can see your point if you don't have much experience in web experience. That being said, SEOs are not always the best for designing or writing PPC landing pages. Some amazing answers here about this PPC SEO collaboration. Amid replies to question three saying, I don't really know how to answer this one. I've always given the developer or client suggestions on design and content, but SEO isn't considered in those suggestions. So I guess somewhere in between that. Then Julie replies to, Julie gives us question four, even saying we are halfway through this chat already. What do you wish SEOs would account for and or understand better in working with us PPCs? Jesse McDonald though replies to question three saying as an SEO, I've definitely had conflicts with PPC teams in the past. I'm sure they would say the same for me at the same time. I've helped them improve campaigns as well as their data, improving my strategies. It's a balance, but there has to be respect. Ooh. Robin replies to question three saying we have been able to cause significant increase in ad performance by changing listings details in Amazon. So I feel that they have to work together to get the best, the best possible yield 
Absolutely. Nava replies to question four saying we don't need or want to compete with you for value and there is no SEO magic magic that comes from running ads. Technically, one, let us know if you will redirect something. Don't cause disapprovals. And two, speed is tied to budget sometimes. So PPC speed is tied to budget. Sometimes the clients will get faster results by harnessing SEO content if they don't have the budgets to compete in the auctions. We're more than Google search. We focus on Microsoft, Facebook, LinkedIn display video. And John Kagan replies to question four saying that that one SEM includes both of us. Two, I don't know what it is you do all that well. Three, we share the same tools, but we use them differently. Four, yes, I do know you could make a lot more as a freelancer. Please stop reminding me. Boris replies to question four saying that it's not us versus them. And on that note, I'll have to leave this lively chat because the kids are on a rampage. <laughs> oh, bless Boris. Michael replies to question four saying that a page isn't optimized until it's optimized for the users. And um, we have Julie replying herself saying I have generally had good experiences with working with SEO teams. I think working together works best when we are both clear on the client's expectations on boundaries. Divvying up teams also usually makes sense. Some are better for PPC and others for SEO. Ryan Bennion replies to question four saying one, I think this has improved a lot over the years. SEOs are more understanding of e-commerce or lead gen conversion rates. Two, having tools or data to show each other's arguments. Don't bring option opinions only to a debate that can be solved with data. Absolutely, let the data speak. And we have Nandos replying to question four saying, I wish SEOs would be slightly less jealous jealous of the PPC budgets. And yeah, there's a lot of whining going on, endless and useless debates about which is best and then discussing budgets. Yeah, this might be controversial, but I have worked in SEO too. Yeah, that's true. PPC are more likely to get more budget um, than SEO because SEO tends to take a much longer time than PPC. PPC is not immediate results. Let's make that very clear. But still, it might you might see your ads showing a lot quicker on the first page than you'll see for SEO. Steve Gibson replies to question three saying PPC landing pages are PPC landing pages. I tend to keep the pages I'm using and let the SEOs do what they want with the rest of the site content. Colin replies to question three, uh, question four even saying, let us know when you're making changes like to URLs, for example. Also, we're happy to share data. So ask. And an important note here for from Julie and Nava actually like about, you know, this is a message for SEO people where um, when Julie had said, yes, a 301 redirect is not OK for pages that have ads put, um, pointing to them. Nava goes, please, please do not kill ad campaigns with redirects. Julie goes, just give us the new URLs, please. And thank you, preferably with more than 24 hours notice or my favorite learning about URL changes after the fact clients do this without help from SEO teams too. Nava replies to that saying, I tend to prefer PPC specific URLs on a subdomain. That way we don't have to make any compromises on nav bars, crawl budgets or design. That said, if SEO rules or engagement can be maintained on a PPC page, all the more power to the team. In reply to question four, Amit Cabra goes, my biggest complaint is changes in URL. It hasn't happened recently, but we had issues in the past with the SEO updating URLs, but never communicating 
that information to us. Ugh, how annoying. Julie Reed then takes us on to question five, saying, is there data that you regularly share with an SEO team and or that you get from an SEO team? How does this impact your PPC strategy and work? I think, you know, Julie has also already given a great answer about DSA data, search query data to give SEO teams, but let's see what others share. Anders replies saying, I don't proactively work on sharing grains between silos. I work on building super tankers with digital performance displays for all to see. Roshan replies saying, we share keyword level conversion data, revenue per keyword, RPL, CPL, form conversion, and drop off by stage. It's an open channel and we share data ideas and thoughts. One team. <laughs> Love that. Menachem replies to question five, saying keyword data. We also like to share or request keyword data from Amazon campaigns as well. It all works together. Olivia replies saying that as expected, the number one resource shared between ways is keyword level data to make sure we are showing where we need to be showing within Google. And she continues, other shared insights include landing page performances, both ways, insights on pages, SEO has been working on and sharing product category level insights. Some very good shares there. And Nava herself replies to question five saying, always share search term data, conversion, auction, price, etc., as well as landing page tests that could make sense to build into core SEO strategy. So extensions, display initiatives, etc. She continues, I look to my SEO friends to tell me where a targeted strike would be useful, competitive content, overcoming objections, audience building. Also look to collaborative collaborate with them on domain structure and what landing page strategy will serve the client the best. Nava continues saying this might mean some initiatives take a little longer to implement, but it ensures that all the working parts serving the brands are working in unison and not accidentally causing pitfalls for the others. Redirects blocking the ad bot equals to no quality score. So yes, be careful for those changes that affect quality score. Yeah, and then we have Julie herself replying to question five saying, I definitely share query data, as I said in an earlier answer. Yep. You see lots of queries that are higher funnel that would be better for organic content to cap to address capture or capture. I also like to know from SEOs if they are having trouble with a term or theme. Michael Fleming replies, the paid and organic report in Google ads is fire. I use it all the time. Paid and organic report. Amazing. Yes. I remember I used to see that a lot. She continues. That's Julie replying to question five saying there are typically a ton of terms that people search on that just don't make sense to bid on, but organic content around those terms and themes might be worth it. Sometimes paid is the answer for high organic competition terms too. So yeah, competitive terms that are very expensive work on a long-term strategy of optimizing that instead of bidding on it in paid search. And we have Michael Fleming giving another answer to question five saying, I like the metric paid click percentage, filter for top paid terms over 50% and give to the SEO team. John Kagan replies to question five, going analytics and keyword lists. So that's what he shares with the SEO team. Sean Ellie replies to question five saying, I tend to see it to send the SEO team question search terms, filter search terms for how and what, etc. helps them come up with copy and blog ideas. That is so genius. When people are in research phase and research mode, they are not ready to do the, you know, direct purchase that or bottom of funnel kind of, you know, interaction with your site that most paid search will be more efficient for. So when you have those hows and what's 
give them to SEO, they will be able to put ideas around it. Also, let them know which products or pages are performing well versus which aren't from PPC perspective. And then we have Julie taking us on to question six, saying, how do you handle questions of attribution and ROI when the data tells conflicting stories of who was the bigger hero between SEO and PPC? Ooh, the attribution SEO PPC question. Um, Anders replies, my view on attribution, and he just attaches the gifts um, going, it's a never-ending story. <laughs> oh, love, and Julie goes, bonus points for the never-ending story reference. Um, Anders go, I, go, goes, I pinned it to my pro profile. Attribution is both so important and so impossible. Impossible. Anyway, Nava replies to question six, going, I try to bypass them by ensuring all reporting is done from the same source of truth, analytics, conversions, UTM parameters, and open communication. If an attribution issue comes up, I try to drill down to the specific conversion and check the CRM sales data. And then she continues with saying, we're all going to have to get comfortable with conversion modeling and non-last click attribution, a big way to help that is using a call tracking solution. So the likes of call rail, so you can see the leads coming from organic content. And Sean Ellie replies to question six saying, we use different attribution models and conversion path reports to show clients that PPC and SEO are working together. This tends to avoid the conflict from the start. Don't just use GA default. Julie replies saying, if you can get tracking in place across both channels, it can help. Also SEO and PPC support each other in ways you can't necessarily see in a report. I think it's important to acknowledge that regular people often don't know ads from organic. Amalia goes, even after teaching it, I asked the exam questions, name four differences between SEO and SEM and some mix up the nuance. And Julie gives another answer to question six, going, and some people search for things more than once. They may click on organic, then paid, then organic, for example, or organic, then paid. Who gets credit for that? I'd argue both. Easier to turn off ads and see impact if really in question. Absolutely. Roshan replies to question six saying it's always a tussle. Been there, done that. We look at revenue or leads or lead quality by medium. So all MQL, so marketing qualified leads. At the end of the month, we look at MQL and SQL, SQL being sales qualified leads by medium and how we worked together towards the bigger picture. And that brings us to the end of that fantastic chat. I think loads of amazing tips were shared about the importance of working with as a paid, paid search person and vice versa, the kind of data you can share with each other and the confusion continues about, yeah, attribution, how well it works. But I think the best tip that I got from that one was pause activity to see the effect of it. So pause paid search if you really want to prove that it's not working. Pause SEO activity for a, a while. Let them let nothing be optimized on a keyword and see how that works. Um, but yeah, I think there's there's definitely a place for both channels. Attribution is a bit of a conundrum where paid search and SEO teams should always be working together. So if you've yeah found that talk useful, you want to get more information, you want to hear more about things we think about, about working on SEO and PPC, join us on Thursday. We will be on Twitter Spaces at 5 p.m. GMT. I believe Nava is going to be there as well. Yeah, 
join me in Nava. So yeah, Nava is going to be on Thursday at 5 p.m. GMT, 12 p.m. Eastern time to continue the chat. For any feedback about the podcast or even some corrections on anything that has been shared, do get in touch with me on my Twitter. My DMs are open on my handle, The Marketing Anu, or join us on the LinkedIn group, which is the PVC Chat Podcast Roundup. And I would love to join you. Just uh, send a request and I'll accept. <laughs> I would also, it will also be great for those who have been listening for more than 30 seconds, especially <laughs> to leave a rating or review on Spotify, Apple, Facebook, and some others. Um, the link to do that is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup. Again, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup. And finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly. There's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week.